Hey everyone, I'm Will. And I'm Karen. And we are still, still married. married. And today we have another couple that has somehow been hoodwinked by us to come talk to us on the show, which I'm very excited about because it just so happens that it is none other than the one, the only Quincy Carr and his wife Sabrina. <gasps> oh, wait, wait, here. <laughs> Someone got some new toys. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Love to have you here today. Thanks hey. for having us. No problem. Although, man. I thought my name was going to be first, but that's okay. We'll it talk about be. that later. Yeah, well, he, he paid me more than you did. That's oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. First of all, Will, man code has been broken. Thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but money talks. <laughs> <laughs> and Will listens. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. No, That's why I'm working three jobs. Thank you. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. Obviously, you've not listened to any of our podcasts before, or you might have kind of begged out of them. But hey, you're here now. You are trapped. You can't go anywhere. We've locked the doors, and now you are stuck. So, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> this has nothing to do with financial planning, like we told you. No. <laughs> right. Like, oh, this is one of those, hey, come listen to my speech, and then afterwards yeah. I can sign you up under this pyramid scheme, and then no. we can all make some money together. Not even close, but we do have a nice timeshare. <laughs> I believe it. All right. Well, uh, Quincy's actually the host of two of our shows on the Eurview Network. He's a host of Living 757 here in locally in Virginia. He's also the host of Main Street, one of the hosts of Main Street Living, which is a national show on your view. And he also um, travels around really exotic locations in cruise ships, cruise liners, threatening someday to take us with him, but never, ever doing so. He is a, a stand-up comic, and he, he specializes in what he bills as clean comedy, right? So Q, what can you, what can you tell us a little bit about, about your, uh, your comedy? Yeah, so the brand... Well, first of all, I haven't threatened anybody to come along with me on the cruise. Let me just make that clear, okay? You guys have threatened me that I need to be bringing you guys on the cruise. Let's get that out the way. Right. Okay? And I see it worked really well, too. So I have a brand of uh, comedy that I coined back in 2010 called Quality Comedy. I was already kind of known as a cleaner comic, even if I cursed on stage. And I just had the ability to, I was getting booked by churches and by corporate events and by regular comedy clubs. And I was like, I don't think I need to change my material to fit into like a church crowd. Just, just do it without cursing. And and then I said, you know what? The lane of clean comedy and Christian and gospel is already filled. So I just want to have a, my own lane. And I just created quality comedy, which kind of rolls off your tongue. And and the Q and the C matches my initials. Kind of narcissistic, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to leave That's that. That's the quality in it. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that there. And I'm not going to touch that one. But And then, and then Sabrina, you actually, you work with the Up Center. Is that right? You yes. Do, you do some really important work in the community. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I'm the outreach coordinator with the Up Center's Foster Care and Adoption Program. And so that's just a really cool way of saying I'm out and about in the community in Hampton Roads and I recruit foster parents and foster families for kiddos that 
just need a safe home, even if it's temporary. And so I get to go out at events and do presentations and all kind of fun stuff. Yeah, that is awesome. Now, for people who, because you're in the big big leagues now, this is national. This is international. There's people in France downloading this stuff. So can you can you, <laughs> can you tell us what what does that mean? What is the up center? What are they? What I mean, you know, you, you told you told us that you help find foster parents, but it's is this a national organization? It's a local organization. What can you tell us about that? So it's a, a local or a regional uh, region to uh, local to the Hampton Roads area. So we do a lot of our work in the uh, Hampton Roads area, both in the South Hampton Roads and the peninsula, a little bit on the peninsula. But we're a, a nonprofit organization. And really, our goal is to our mission is to change the trajectory, say that word like fast three times, <laughs> but to change the trajectory of families from crisis to wholeness. So we do that in a wide variety of programs throughout the Hampton Roads area. Okay, And for those who are in, uninitiated, Hampton Roads is the teeny tiny area of Virginia in the southeast corner <laughs> right before you get to North Carolina. So it's, pretty, pretty <laughs> it's not that small. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to try it. Trajectory, 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 trajectory. <laughs> no, it didn't work. I spit on my computer. Hold up. I thought she just wanted me, want me to say that, 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 that. Five you might have yeah, no, no. She said, you know say, I have a problem with. She said, say, she said, say that five, three times fast. So I'm that, oh, that, that. that. Oh, okay. He's guy. a smarty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why we're still married. <laughs> there it is. I knew it was coming. <laughs> All right. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come talk to us uh, about these relationship things. So the first question we always ask all of our, our guests is, Tell us how you guys met. What's your story? Ooh, that looks that that reaction spells good stories coming up. Oh, I wish I could see their face. So, well, I'll tell the first part, and then you come to the second. So, basically, I was robbing a bank, and she was a person in the bank, and I, I think said, that was the other girl. That wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this was in the late 1900s. Late 1900s sounds yeah. plausible, right? Because right, yeah. right, because you have to give context for the young folks. The late 1900s, what? I.e. 1997, seven, yeah. Is that before, so was, before or after you got rid of your dinosaurs? Uh, before I got rid of my did you say dinosaurs? Is that what you said? You kidding me? We're not that old. Well, come on, man. Because <laughs> somebody take those drums from him right now. So I was getting ready to get out the Navy and, and I was on my way getting out well to start the processing, right? Because I got injured and it was going to be a long process, but I got put off my ship that I was on. Uh, station in Norfolk. And I had spent my first two years in the Navy just clubbing and everything. And, you know, I clubbed myself out. And so I happened to be looking at TV and I saw they had this ad called Norfolk Singles Line. <coughs> so, you know, almost like putting in an ad, in a, you know, in, you know, in the paper, right? Like singles and all that stuff. So I said, you know what? It's a, it's like a hotline for singles. And for guys, it was $30 for 30 days. And for girls, it was $20. It was $20 for girls, $30 for the creepy guys, right? <laughs> right. Didn't deter me. So, uh, 
I said, you know what? I got I got 30 days to try to find as many women as I can. I was being completely honest. Like a dollar a woman. You were. Right. <laughs> I got close, Karen. I got up to five. I had five women in those 30 days. That was six dollars. She was one of the five. And um, Sounds like clearly, a- I wasn't number five. Well, <laughs> said one of the five. I'll tell my side that. Yeah, okay. oh. we'll, hear, we'll hear the real story next, right? <laughs> I hope so, you got a shovel there, Vincey, because you're, you're on. <laughs> right. So, after I think you would leave a greeting and then for your potential prospects to listen to your greeting and if they had already paid their 20 or 30 dollars then they would get a chance to respond back and leave their contact information saying i'm interested kind of like you know the ads now you know somebody go to eHarmony or something and they just see what they like it was like a dm before dm existed right right yeah (laughs) but but there was no right there was no looking at people's pictures and faces so you just had to go on voice and what they what? said yeah yeah so that's what we did i she she left the message on my voicemail right uh-huh. right right and so i called her back and that's that's pretty much how it started now what's your version i'll wait well i mean it's similar i i was not in it to find the love of my life although i did i just saw the commercial and i was like oh that would be cool to do <laughs> so I, I paid my 20 bucks and the and, rest is history and, yeah. and, and your per man investment was lower so hey what, what do you have to lose right oh. i got a return on mine so. yeah, yeah. i definitely got a return on mine after like after the other four didn't pan out for the things that i liked I was looking for a girl in college because I knew I was in, I knew I was going to college. I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. So I wanted to have a woman that was going to be already educated or. Now, mind you, how old were you? What was I? 20? 20? Yeah. 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 Because look, I spent my first two years, when I tell you I left home and I was partying those first two years, that when I got put off the ship and I was like, I, I was by myself. And I was lonely. I said, I don't want to go to a club anymore and meet the same women I kept meeting. So I said, let me try this out. And I said, this will give me an opportunity to at least put out what I'm looking for. Because it's hard to do that in a club if you're dancing, you know, and somebody and you're dancing behind the person and you say, hey, how old are you? <laughs> Where you from? Uh, <laughs> you in college? And she's like, hey, did you just dance with me? I wish we were recording video. I really do. Because, <laughs> oh, you got to see this guy. <laughs> And quite the move there too, Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. So, so yeah, so that's what happened. I mean, uh, now when we met face to face, that was a mm. yeah. So the day we met face to face, no, no, no. You came to first. my house, right? Yes, yes. He came to my house. Yeah, and um, and his I had family th- over. And his thirty that was intentional. And his thirty day trial was almost over. <laughs> <laughs> I intentionally had family over, so I invited him over, mm-hmm. and I guess he had stopped by 7-Eleven or somewhere yeah. on the way and had a thing of uh, orange juice. My godfather at the time was still in the Navy yeah. and had connections to do fingerprinting and all that stuff, so I already had his name, where he was from. Did you have um, him fingerprinted? He came in. Huh? Did you have him fingerprinted? Yeah, so... Oh. When, he, when, when he came in, he was about to throw the bottle away. 
And my mom was like, oh, no, 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 I'll take that. And we gave it to my godfather to fingerprint just to make sure he was good. So I want to. He wouldn't give me any information. He was like, he's good. Yes, he's from Texas. No kids, no previous marriages. You're good. No, so, no so murder good. charges. No, 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 yeah. no convictions. Uh, yeah. I want to yeah. go back to this orange juice. So, Quincy, was that like your MO? It's like, forget the flowers. Chocolates are so passe. I'm bringing her some orange juice. <laughs> what was that? Flowers? I don't think so. No, no, I was 20. I wasn't romantic. Why would you need protecting against rickets or something? Oh, I can bring the orange juice so she's healthy. <laughs> I, had, I had to train him to, you know, to, but, to do that. But really, so, why, why would you need flowers when you have orange juice? Facts. I don't even so like orange juice. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I don't know why I was drinking it. I suffer from acid reflux. What a <laughs> You're trying to be tough. I'll drink this <laughs> juice. <laughs> acid reflux doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, but it was just always like a drink of choice. Like if I was going anywhere, I'd just get some orange juice. Because at the time, and I say at the time, because I will take a sip of alcohol if someone offers it to me. But I wasn't like a drink drinker will knows this already but like i wasn't a drinker period so my thing was just go get ginger ale or go get an orange juice and that was just like my chill like when people would go somewhere they would order like a you know like a shadow well he's fancied it up now it's cranberry juice so. <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know what what i would do if you would have shown up with orange juice at the house i'd have been like dude you, you think you're staying for breakfast no Slow down cowboy <laughs> you would have whipped you would have whipped out your vodka that's what you would have done probably <laughs> probably like, what is that <laughs> so oh oh but do you remember so the very so the next time i saw her was our first date date right so on the first date i'm driving to her house and it's a little wet and i'm going through the hrbt the hampton roads bridge tunnel and everybody in this area knows that for some reason people go down into the tunnel and they slow down for whatever reason and then they speed up when they're going out so Somehow, I believe a vehicle jumped lanes inside the tunnel. You're not supposed to change. I had my distance because I learned how to drive in Texas. Yeah. So I knew how to stay uh, equal distance behind vehicles. <laughs> so I had enough time to stop and come to a nice stop. The truck behind me was a Dodge uh, a Dodge Ram yeah. towing a, a big boat. Didn't have enough time to stop. And it was a little wet from going down the downslope in the tunnel. Boom. He tears the back of my car completely up. Oh. And you would think the date should be over. I I came out of the tunnel. We exchanged information, you know, insurance. And I said, yeah, I will call you insurance, but I have somewhere to go. <laughs> we still went on a date. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I show up to her house and she's like, what the hell? Look, look, I got hit from behind. Well, my dad helped you put a tarp right. or something yeah. on the back. And yep. still let me go. Right. And we went out and drove out on a date with a busted back. I should have known then. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there was no nothing that was going to stop the determination. And obviously, we've been married for 17, been together for, what, 24, almost 24 uh, years now. So. As a matter of fact, uh... In May was 24 yes, years. Yes, 25. I stopped yeah. counting. But yes, I do know was May. Yep. There, there seems to be a running threat. In every single one of the interviews that we've had so far, the woman cannot tell how long they've been married. It's true. <laughs> every single time. It's like we've been conditioned. Like, we have to. You've, we've got it engraved in our rings. You've got the man. you got to remember. you got to remember. And then later on, the girl's like, eh. 
I don't know. It, it, yeah. <laughs> so we just stop counting. I mean, <laughs> they all run together. So, so we drill it into our heads so strongly we cannot forget, cannot forget, cannot forget. And then at the end of the day, it didn't really matter. So. Right, right. Well, that's because when we're younger, you're like, oh my gosh, the first anniversary of the sixth day, he gave me an M and M. It's amazing. Oh, like you know. Oh my gosh, you sounded just like Karen there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Those M and Ms were good. <laughs> At least it wasn't orange juice. <laughs> you know, this is actually, um, I don't even think we have to ask you any questions. Just just, just hearing your story is everything that we need so far. I have a question. I have a question. Oh, she's got a question. So, run this is for away. Sabrina. Do you think he's funny? I do. Okay. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Looks does not count. <laughs> oh well then no oh, well, come on man you're really shooting off these cannons man people people ask, <laughs> people ask me that all the time i do think he's funny now when he first told me he was gonna do comedy professionally yeah. i was like oh you know keep your day job yeah. <laughs> but like you know keep your day job i'm probably the most not critical yeah <laughs> because i'd rather him hear it from me hear the criticism from me than to hear the dead silence from an audience of like 200 people i mean i do he has me cracking up all the time here i mean like bent over tears coming out my eyes like hey, hey, wait, wait we don't need, we don't we need to know but, that much about what you guys do but <laughs> i think i am funnier than him <laughs> You know, so, so far you you got the track record. So far you're doing well. I just don't get a check for it. That's <laughs> yeah, you know. That's so cool. she's kind of what keeps me on my toes because I know if, if anybody gets a a hold of her, my career is done. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Uh, maybe maybe you guys should go on the road together. Oh, oh no. Do you no, remember? Uh, was it uh, George Burns and Gracie? No. You don't need to yeah. Oh, we my God. divorced. Right, yeah. <laughs> They're younger than yeah, us. Yeah, like, we can we can coexist as a married couple, but, like, she's an alpha dog in terms of, like, work that she, she does. And I'm an alpha dog in terms of the work that I do. So when we have to work together on, like, like projects and stuff, I mean, you should see this lady around Christmas time. Okay, uh, Christmas time, it is, it's crazy. Because she'll be like, no, I know how to put the tree up. You don't know how to put the tree up. And I'm like, okay. And so you just got to kind of move out of the way, right? So Christmas is my thing. Yeah, yeah. Karen, you want you want to you want to pitch in here? <clears throat> She's nope. hiding right nope. now. She's hiding because I don't know what you're talking about. Now, Q, you've been over to my house for Christmas one year, and you saw right. how crazy decked out this place gets, right? Yeah. Can't yeah. imagine who might have been <laughs> responsible for that. Well, if I let you make the Christmas decoration decisions, oh, oh. it would be it epic. would be a it would have been epic. <laughs> they would think that only children lived in the house and no adults. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm not sure there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it started very early on when, when I wanted colors on my tree and she did not. Uh, There's colors nice. on the tree. But I mean, a lot of colors on the tree. Well, I would like to be able to actually see some ornaments. I mean, you, like put everything. It's like a big. Yeah. They're in there. 
<laughs> and I also nobody's allowed to put anything up for Christmas unless I authorize it. Yeah, yeah. So it's horrible. It, no. it is. It is the toughest time. But at the same time, when it comes to me doing shows, she knows how I am, and I get like real intense as far as how I want things presented. How I want that's a good be. word. <laughs> that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why you're looking at me like that for. <laughs> Quincy's telling my life. <laughs> Real intense. It's gotta be a certain way. So that's why, like, you know, yeah, you know, as far as us going on like I think she would be a great manager, but mm-hmm. she would probably be a better what like assistant or secretary. Well dang. Oh, <laughs> oh she just got demoted. <laughs> And isn't happy about it. Wow. She went no. from manager. No, she went from comedian to manager to, to assistant. assistant. She could be a great manager. Yeah, but let me let me hear but, you work the your way out of this one. <laughs> Hold up, let me go get the show. <laughs> yeah, get a big one. <laughs> so, so you know, I know, and she knows how she takes things like very personally, right? And. I would feel much because as a as her husband, I would have to react. But I then would I would be have a good to liaison. Okay, you have to spell that. I don't know what that word is. That's, that's a good word. I'm off the clock. So that's a spell it for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like we can work together, but you know, like some, like I've seen some couples, like they are like husband wife. You know, one does the you know, like they are two in one, and and they're inseparable, but they both can operate in a certain space, and we just respect what each other does, and just kind of get gets out of the way. It's kind of like when Michael Jordan says, "Give me the ball." <laughs> get out of the way. But both of us are saying, "Give me the ball." Right, right. <laughs> Give me the ball. You know, like it's it's my Christmas tree decorations. I'm gonna do it this way. If you don't want to do it, move away, and I'll. I just need you to put the tree in, well, get it down and put it up because I'm short. Right. After that, <laughs> that's good. Right. It might be time to, buy, get, to get two different trees. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't want, because you know how I feel about Christmas. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to hang lights up. I don't like to do anything. I'm so, not a bu- humble, so, so but why, by definition, I think I am. So why, why are you complaining then? You should be that's jumping true. up for joy. Sabrina, yeah, take over. Yeah. Woo. Okay, so it just got promoted back. Control it still. No, I don't. don't. The problem is, I want to sit and not do anything, but I still have to do something. (laughs) I see. Because she can't reach things. Quincy, somebody needs to put the star up, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. (laughs) Like this is yours. You get a ladder. We got an eight foot ladder. Use the ladder, Quincy. I need help, and you're gonna do it. And I'm like, oh, so I got to do you it. You will do it and you will have fun. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. In a nutshell. All right. So, so what would you say has been the hardest thing about your marriage? I'll let you go first. Mm. Oh, that was a crap. <laughs> the hardest thing. I think just like over the years, just really clearly understanding how well we work together because even though we're both sort of alphas in certain situations we've over time learned okay this is her thing let me pull back okay this is his thing let me pull back and i think it it took us a minute Mm -hmm. to get to that point so that was probably i don't know that's what i would say 
Yeah. Well, I I know the toughest thing was how driven I was to become fully mm. self-employed. And I kept telling her, I said, I don't want to work for somebody for the rest of my life. I, I got I got goals, I got dreams, and I need I need you to ride with me and understand I'm not gonna let us fail. But for her it was difficult because I had she, never seen that. Yeah. I'd never seen anybody be self employed and still pay bills. And <laughs> key distinction. and work (laughs) so I was like no I came from a family that you go to work you have your benefits you come home and you do that for 20-30 years you retire and you're done and you die yeah pretty much (laughs) right Right. (laughs) (laughs) really too soon same thing (laughs) too soon but to be self-employed that was quite an adjustment Um, And then it was the, you know, it was all the hours. It was because when I was getting my barber's license, I think this was a little bit after we got married in 03. That's when I made the decision. Okay, I need to start building up clientele so I can pay to go to barber school, which Mm -hmm. meant after my regular eight hour a, a, a day job, after that, I would go cut drive to people's homes and and give them haircuts, which so from like seven in the morning until probably nine at night, I was at work and then I was cutting hair and then I would come home. So in the beginning of our marriage, she was spending those first earlier years, five days a week, Hmm. just, you know, at home from five until nine at night. And then I would come home. So, but for me, it was about trying to, you know, chase that passion of, I got to get to where I said I was going to get to when we met. And I said, I want to be self-employed. I want to be a business owner. I didn't think the comedy would even be a part of my business. I knew it would always be the barber shop. And, 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 we, should, and we should clarify because we haven't talked about that yet. Not only do you make uh, money as a stand-up comic, but you also your own business. You, you own your own barber shop. Right. So, and right. that, and that's really kind of your focus while you're not doing your comedy thing. So, so you've got, you've got a lot on your plate on top of the shows that you host. You also do the comedy thing and you have a huge clientele. And I, I was mean to ask you, you do, you do uh, highlights. Cause I'm thinking maybe getting a little, okay. So just to clear it up, I don't do hair. <laughs> I, I cut hair. Okay, <laughs> there's a difference. So you could okay. do, you could cut a So, so basically, no highlights is what you're saying. No, you're not going to do uh, everything. Whatever you got out of what I just said, I clearly <laughs> thought it was clear what I just said. So, do you ever test out your jokes and your clientele? That's you know that's where I get a lot of uh, good material and good content from, but a lot of the other content just comes. I mean, I'm an observative person, so I mean, I was telling Will like I get com- content from our guests or from our topics on on Living Seven Five Seven, and and I'll say, shoot, I could talk about that on stage if we got a good <laughs> laugh, and I just kind of threw it out there on the show. Let me see if the audience will laugh if I throw that out as well. So, and I guess um, it might be kind of hard to really get it a a true response from your clients while they're, you know, you're cutting their hair and you say something and like, Oh man, I better laugh. No, we <laughs> He's have... gonna do yeah. something if I don't, <laughs> if I don't laugh, I know what my hair's going to look like. Oh, that was really funny. Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> we have some good laughs and at times we got to pause because you know, there's nothing like, like Will, like if you're sitting in the barber chair, and the barber... <laughs> 
<laughs> we need that in the barbershop. <laughs> 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 like if you sit in the barber chair and the barber is on the front about to, you know, take care of your mustache and your edge up, the biggest thing you never want to do is what? Make eye contact. And so you're sitting there, a grown man is this close in your face. <laughs> and all it takes, and both guys, both guys' eyes is going this way. Right? <laughs> this way, and the other get right, right. And it's that moment, it's that moment when the two eyes just go, <laughs> and we just, and we will bust out that. Like, I have to, I have to turn the clippers off, and we just have to get the laughs out. Either that or you so, have to kiss, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so a group on for that. Right. So it's safe to say the clippers get turned off. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So we just just all of that, just putting all that together. But that was our toughest hurdle was 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 how driven I was to to accomplish <laughs> what I set out to do, and then her trying to, I guess understand it and adapt to it but that was like we we had gone to counseling what three times, three times. before we uh finally had ashland in 2010 mm-hmm. so and just, a lot of it was based on that just to clarify it takes more than three times going to a counselor to get anything worked out <laughs> well you, you need to go for an like, extended period of time i mean three times and you know uh, oh wait okay hang on yeah, yeah. you need the drum roll on that one we're here. <laughs> that was a swing and a miss. <laughs> we went three times, and uh, they were just like one, like one-off sessions or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and 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 by that third time, I think that's what kind of helped us because I didn't know until she told me this maybe about five, six years ago. We were that close. Oh yeah, like I didn't know that she thought, like she was accepting of the fact that this was going to end in a divorce and that's never been a part of my like like when I start something I stick with it and I fight through it and I just try unless it's just something that I just got to detach from but I didn't I didn't have thoughts of yep I'm probably gonna end up in a divorce but until she told me she said yeah I was accepting the fact that we may end up getting a divorce. that just didn't seem fixable yeah mm-hmm. at the time so she's and- put so she's putting you on notice now Right, right, right. That was six years ago. <laughs> Keep it up, Quincy. Yeah, yeah. But we always said, because we got married the weekend of Hurricane Isabel. Yeah. And if we could survive that, yeah. we could survive anything. Yeah, and the way we had to get married Ooh. after there was limited resources because, you know. No power. There was no oh, power. Geez. It was, yeah, and, and we had family in town, and it was, yeah. Like it was very, it was a trying situation, but we made it through that. And obviously, like I said, we're going on. And we still don't I think we're going on, what is it going to be, 18 years? Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Next question. Yeah, about right. Well, I, think I just know the years. year. 18 years. So. Yeah, it'd be 18 years in September then. Yeah. Yep. September wow. 20th. That's fantastic. So that leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. What is it? about what what makes your marriage so strong? Hmm. I'll let you answer that first. <laughs> I think I'll say, because I've always said this, you know, like with any relationship, because I graduated from Tidewater Community College, so I use those three letters, TCC, Trust, Communication, Compromise. 
she know the house that I grew up in or the, or the household I came from was all about communication. Anytime there was an issue, my dad would be like, all right, everybody downstairs, family time, time to talk. And, and, and so that's where I got it from instead of uh, bottling, like I'll bottle up certain things, but as far as like to get things out, to talk, to clear the air, Cause I talked to you about this too, Will, like when we started to work together, I said, I'm a person, I like to talk and clear the air. I don't like to just do the whole, you know, I'm mad and you feel like I'm mad, but you don't know why I'm mad and we ain't talking about it. So the trust communication compromise was my um, biggest thing that I wanted to ensure that we implemented to ensure that we trust each other enough to at least talk. And then we hear each other enough, we communicate well enough, we can at least compromise. We're not going to agree every time because that's that's not a perfect, uh, I mean, that would be a perfect world. But for us, it's just at least get to the point where we trust each other to at least hear each other. And when we can hear each other, we can be empathetic enough to, okay, so I see where I went wrong or, you know. And, and but there was a huge learning curve because our Childhood environments could not have been any polar opposite. Yeah. So <clears throat> he came from a household that, you know, had family meetings and we discussed and we talked. And my, we just have this big hump in the rug because everything is just swept up. We're just going <laughs> to walk around it and we're going to trip and fall over it, but we're never going to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's still times that I, you know, I'm just kind of like, eh, no, nah, I want to talk about it. He's like, oh, we're going to talk. Yeah. And I'm like, but I said, I don't want to talk. So we're not going to talk about it. But, you know, it's it's easier now to have those uncomfortable conversations. And I would say for me, just kind of getting out of my own way. And he's taught me a lot to like not take myself and something so seriously. Not that everything is a laugh fest, but it's not it's not that deep all the time, mm-hmm. which is I mean, that's hard because everything for me. Everything is deep. So, <laughs> well, that, that, I, I commend you, man. That was I was really well said. But, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, they they are great, but but they they're only responding to what you what you give them. So, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me me again. Yep, yep. Karen's got all the questions. I've got all the questions. It's because I'm, well, never mind. So, how do you keep things spicy in your marriage? Well, I can tell you this off the top. You have to make sure, number one, lots of jalapenos. That you keep, that you keep uh, crushed red pepper, jalapenos, <laughs> uh, all, of the, all the necessary spices. <laughs> That's when you drop the drum. <laughs> <laughs> slow on the uptake it's it's man that's hard because yeah. busy schedules and yeah busy lifestyle i think one thing that we've done is just being really and i want to say the pandemic helped too but just taking advantage of the time that you have and not really looking at the time that you don't have in my mind i was like you know in this fantasy world where we're going to have date nights Mm -hmm. all the time, you know, all that stuff. We're going to have a sitter and it's going to be amazing. And no. (laughs) Um, So sitters are very hard to come by. And sometimes our schedules are polar opposite. I might have to work on a Saturday during the day. And then he has a show Saturday at night. So there's a very small window, but 
taking advantage of the time that we do have. So it may not be a date night, but maybe it's a lunch date or a breakfast mm-hmm. date or, you know, when the kiddo's in school. Well, we, that was your idea, but. No, but we, we do more like now, probably more like our, our, our together moments or being in the bed. Like she's got me hooked on this oh. ma- married <laughs> first, first sight. sight. Type of deal, and, and like, I love that you know, show. Not, <laughs> right, like if I'm not preparing for a show or anything, then it's like I can't wait. And we get in the bed, and we're just watching, you know, this show right. about marriage and about people who are getting to know each other. And then we turn like every time it's commercial, it's like thoughts. thoughts? <laughs> well, that's like us and naked and afraid. I was, I was just going to say it could be worse. She could be making you watch Naked and Afraid. Oh, yeah. Like, I used to watch that. Like oh, this God. one over here. Another show about marriage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which yes, one's Naked and which one's me. Afraid. I used to watch all those, uh, like, First 48 and all those, like, murder shows or how I got away with it. And I was like, that's probably creeping him out. <laughs> wow. And you stayed around, huh, Q? <laughs> TCC, baby. The show that I could have got cast on... Uh, <laughs> For my man, you know those little <laughs> discovery ID shows. <laughs> like, what are, you, are you watching to see if I'm on the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like you just know, finding the time that you do have. Yeah, which it could be very minimal, but it's just taking advantage of that time, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if it is an hour, and I'm exhausted. Yeah. But you know, just yeah. that time. Just trying to figure that piece out. Yeah. And I think even before the pandemic, when she started working virtually at at this Mm. one other employer, that was our true test because Mm. I was the only one at home while she would be at work because I'm self-employed and I made my own schedule. So when she was working from home and I was at home at the same time, we would both be in the office and I'm on my computer and she's doing what she's doing. And we actually had to see each other more. When this pandemic hit, unlike a lot of other couples, we were already used to seeing each other, you know, on a daily basis. And so it wasn't that much of a shock to us that I see you all the time. I just need a break from your face. I'm just sick and tired. Because <laughs> I look, I listen to people and that's their biggest gripe. It's like, oh, my gosh, I did not know. I didn't like seeing my spouse every day. <laughs> I had no idea. And that's because before the pandemic you were you getting up in the morning until five, six o'clock at night. Right. So. And then you saw each other for maybe about four or five hours. And then you went to right. sleep for another eight hours. You woke up and you started all over again. And now you throw kids into the mix. And it was just like, it was overwhelming for a lot of people who weren't around each other like that, but we were already kind of tested a few years before the pandemic. So it really wasn't nothing. I mean, right. this mm-hmm. thing brought us closer I think as a family, mm-hmm. I mean, when you consider we started doing projects in the house, outside the house, we were doing multiple projects all at one time. We weren't finishing the projects. Well, let's just clear and that language. We were getting projects done. We weren't doing them. Right. We became so close because of all these projects. And mind you, as like I said, yeah. the projects weren't getting finished. So when we looked up and saw ourselves in the room because... That was the only place we could be. We were closer than we've ever been before. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
it brought us closer. We wanted to get away, but we couldn't go in the kitchen because the kitchen was torn. Because the floor was torn. Up. So Alex, I guess we like being close oh, around each other. Karen, Karen, we've got to start recording the video because it, it, they're only getting about 40% of what's going on. Especially with him. With this yeah. one. <laughs> I'm so animated. No, so that, that means we would have to clean up our room. <laughs> if we got the video on, people could see. Oh, oh we can do a fake background, right? Uh, not on this one, I don't oh, think. But... man. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep audio. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have given a lot of advice to people on the show so far. Is there any last bit of advice that you would want to give to a couple out there? Is there anything you haven't already, any pearls of wisdom you haven't already shared that you feel it's important to get out there? Every day is not promised so if you're mad that's the one rule that i have i pay bills in this house just like you because we both pay the bills and that's a whole nother subject you got to bring us back because i can break down like the financial part of marriage i can, um, I can say without hesitation that we are gonna have to have you back because absolutely because yeah. this has been a lot of fun yeah, I mean, I would love to talk about the financial part, how we broke that down. But mm -hmm. but my rule in the house was I pay bills in the house just like you. I will never be OK with sleeping on the couch just because you're mad at me. I, this is my bedroom, too. We will handle it the way we need to handle it until, you know, and, and be OK with being in the bed. And then we wake up the next day and we at least talk about it. But I was not going to be subjected to being OK with, oh, I'm a man. I'm supposed to go sleep on the couch just because she's mad. At me. Well, that's so, that's why God created spare bedrooms. <laughs> well, there is a spare bedroom that we do have choices. Uh, but no, I'm not leaving the comfort of my bed that I love just as much as she does. If you mad, you go sleep in the car. In the <laughs> so, car. Uh, wow. Right. Not even the other bed. The car. Yeah, but, but, but in, in all fairness, have you seen Q's car? That's, pretty, that's a yeah. nice car. Nice car. That's a, Can't that's stretch out so much in that though. That's a tough part of sleeping. <laughs> but, but like I was saying, like, like every day is not promised. So the one thing I'll tell her, if she is mad or, or if she's frustrated or just not happy with me at the moment and she's getting ready to leave or if I'm getting ready to leave because I have to go somewhere, you don't want the last time you saw the person before something tragic happens. And I was mad. I don't know why. I never got a chance to say I love you. And so always, no matter what, tell your spouse that you love them even when you're mad when they're you know when y'all about to part ways because that's the type of guilt that I don't think a lot of people would like to live with that when they look at it in the grand scheme of it what were we fighting over and now I'll never get a chance to hug this person right. to see this person again so that's the biggest thing that I would let any any other couple know just understand tomorrow's not promised the next hour is not promised don't allow your emotion to prevent you from telling somebody that you do love that right. you love them. Very well stated. And Karen, mm -hmm. I love you. <laughs> Am I going somewhere? Who's mad? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. We absolutely, I mean, you let us know when you guys want to do this again, because we, this is fun. we can do the whole show, just the four of us from yeah. here, from here on out. We can <laughs> yes, do the whole show. From here on out, it's, <laughs> It's the four show because 
<laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, but we, we do cars and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, uh, this was Quincy and Sabrina Carwin. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Jeez, I can never get him to quiet down fast enough. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much for coming on, Karen. This was this was this was a lot of fun. This was so much fun. So I don't know how we're going to top that though. You won't. <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah, which is why we say we're going to have. From so we're going to make the show called "We're Still Married Too." <laughs> How about we're still married and so are they yeah. <laughs> rolls right off the tongue yep. Yep. yeah yeah we'll, we'll definitely let folks know they got to check it out so i mean i appreciate it That's I, fine. I, I appreciate the opportunity so it's cool to get it off your chest but also talk to other people and not everybody's going to have the same things that they agree with because right. i mean you know, yeah. just based on the question yeah and and honestly we found that a lot of times when we ask people these questions, we know what our our answer would be. Mm-hmm. But then when we ask someone else these questions, we get like aha moments that we hadn't thought of before. And I'm sure the people who are listening in, same thing happens to them because they're stuck in their own challenges within their own relationships and hearing other people either are going through the same things and how they dealt with it or, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of that. You know, I'm not going to the couch. Yeah. Right. yeah, put we, your foot down and not not going to the couch. Right? <laughs> we actually can't afford therapy, so we do this to get <laughs> get solutions. Now. This is our this couple's. Is the real reason why you're doing this right. Yep. Right. We, we 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 haven't gone to three times for the counselor. We've interviewed three couples, so it's it actually you can only pay for fifteen minutes once. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> but you, you folks are like the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. <laughs> one and done. One and done. Yep. <laughs> like we're good. We're good. <laughs> as long as we're not like the AstraZeneca and get the blood clots, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh and, and, for, and for everyone listening in thank you so much for tuning in we really appreciate you spending some time with us don't forget to subscribe to the show we want to rate and review us we really appreciate it because it's the, the best way to get the show out in front of other people don't forget to reach out to us on SpeakPipe. you can always leave us a voicemail we'd love to read it on the show and no no karen i'm not going to make fun of you. stop making me say that we're not going to make fun of you no matter what karen says and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you'd like to come on the show, we'd love to have you. So reach out to us. We we love talking to people because we are have been together together inside the house for so long. So long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next time. Until then, I'm Will. And I'm Karen. And we are still, still married. married. <laughs>